Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Jimmy Palumbo Show. We had all kinds of technical issues going on here at Shea. Uh, I don't want to blame Dave Sturcha or my fine guest, so I'll blame myself here. Attaboy. Of course, I am decked out in Rutgers gear for a number of reasons. Now, <clears throat> those of you scoring at home, the Scarlet McKnights are 3-0. and oh. For the first time, they were favored in the first three games. They covered the first three games. Their that? first three games were at home. And also, it's the first time we opened up with three regular Division One schools, not like a Hampton or Wagner or, you know, <laughs> Carter Red High. And we won all three games. I thought the games were closer than everybody says. But, hey, what can you do? And mostly, of course, because this is show number 131. Now, I regret when we did show number 31 so many weeks ago that I did not have. Because most people know when you see me at a Rutgers game, I am wearing this number. Number 31. Now, that has Does he get royalties for that, Jimmy? Does he get royalties for that? He better. There has, this has nothing <laughs> to do with Dave Winfield. So I decided to reach out through my buddy Joe Cavino, mm. who somehow is making money off this fella, or he's making money <laughs> off Joe Cavino. There's some kind of scam going on there. My favorite player of all time, besides Giancarlo Stanton, is number 31 for the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, Mr. Terrell Willis. Welcome to the Jimmy Palumbo Show. Thank you for having me. Hey, what's going on, man? This is a thrill for me, man. I don't care. Listen, I know you played a thousand years ago uh, uh, in, a, in a different era with the Big East under coach uh, Doug Graber. Uh, we didn't we we didn't have no new stadium. We had the grassy knoll going on over yep. there where I think yep. Kennedy got shot or our program got shot. <laughs> I used to say there were snipers up there killing our program. But I your freshman year, 1993, here comes this guy, number 31. And I was already, let's see, six years out of college, already disgusted with the program. And here comes number 31 from East Orange. Orange. And next thing orange. you know, Orange. Oh, I'm sorry, oh, Orange. Oh, the, the big orange. difference, Jimmy. Don't screw that up. That's right. East Orange was our rival. So Okay. From Orange. Uh, you know, that's go. a big factor there. Yeah, um, and next factor. thing you know, you're taking balls to the house and running all over the place. So, <clears> listen, <throat> I got to ask you a couple of questions here. Uh, and I'm thrilled to have you on. I really am. What? What? I guess the first thing is, I know you play with Bruce Presley. You guys were thunder and lightning. Right. But to me, and nothing against Bruce Presley, I you know, lightning don't, you know, thunder don't kill you. Lightning does. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, so I, I remember in the stands going like, why are we giving the ball to this slower, bigger, bruising back when the other guy just takes it to the house or runs down, the, you know. Now, I know, I mean, what you're – how did it work with the with you both you guys? Because you both were splitting carries. Is that something you wanted or something you needed a breather because you were running a four three? Like, what's the deal with that? Four two. No oh, four two. two? Yeah. We're almost in we're almost in Dion territory. I know. It's like East Orange. First it was East Orange. Now he got me running slower than I am. I mean, I don't know. Well, what, well, next well, what about the thirty five minutes for you? What about the 35 minutes you to figure out how to get on the – there's a thing called the internet, otherwise known as the interweb. I talked to you yesterday. You're like, yeah, it's all good. I got it. I got it. Now I got Dave drinking the water out of here. I got my favorite player on. Uh, That's right. Listen, well, let's, let's, let's walk it back. So when you yeah. were at Orange here at right. Shea, uh, what made you choose Rutgers? What other schools were you looking at? I could have went to any school in the country. Really? You got offers from everybody. Everybody. Penn State. Paterno came to my high school. Oh, that wow. And he was only like yeah. 80 back then. When he <laughs> well, I went, yeah, he was yeah, it seemed like it. But no, well, I went to Penn State football camp when I was in high school. So I didn't really have to go to Penn State for a visit. I went to um Syracuse. I think Michigan had like five uh five running backs at the time. Four of them were freshmen. Right. That's why I was kind of really not going there. And then uh, I thought I was going to UCLA, to be honest, because okay. that fit me. That fit my whole thing like perfectly. So, you know, as soon as I got off the plane at UCLA, I was like, I am not coming home. Right. Not I, I've been there. I lived in L.A. for 10 years. I know how that is. Yeah, It was a whole totally different experience. But then um, 
my, you know, fam, my mother, father, they wanted to see me play. And I'm like, ah, okay, I'll, I'll head over to down south. You went to cold, damp Piscataway, New Jersey. Yeah, but it was, it was good. But, you know, not, you know, we, when I got there, it was like, it was a bunch of us who like kind of played with and against each other that were all like all state and all American. Um, like Rashad Swinger, Laquan Harris, um, you have Rusty Schwartz. Um, there was a, a bunch of guys, Mike Fullman, um, Jason Curry. We have Reggie Fundberg. It was like a bunch yeah, of guys yeah. from like, you know. We had some good all, there was Yeah, there was good, some players. And we were all fresh all different positions, yep. And we were all there at the same time. And it was like, you know what? If we kind of all come here. We can make some things happen because we were all equally kind of arrogant in our own way coming out of high school. Sure, and sure. Because, because we played different positions, it wasn't like no one was like really stepping on anybody else's toes. It was just like a bunch of guys. And we finally kind of was in the same circle. And it's like they had they did not believe that I was actually going to sign with Rutgers. Like nobody thought I was signed with Rutgers. Um, and I was like, yeah, I think I may. uh think I may do it. They're like, no, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. Oh, that's and great. Then when, and then when I, I signed and then everybody else kind of signed, so we were all there. And it was just like, it, at that point, the mentality of all of us at that point was like, it really doesn't matter who we play at this point. If we all get in and we play, there's really not going to be too many teams that's going to be able to, you know, right. keep up. If, if we were played properly. I mean, and that was like, yeah, so no, and nobody knew what was going to happen when we got here. We just assumed that based on the talent pool that was coming in, you know, it's kind of almost like a no brainer at that point. So when you, when you got there, you immediately, I mean, no doubt you were going to start. You, it was a, you felt you didn't really, I wasn't looking, I wasn't going in there to, to, to actually start. I was going in there just to see, to measure up, to see, who was there and what was going on because I had no clue what to expect, to be honest. I did know that if I got a shot and I proved that I can play, then I should play. But, right. you know, I wasn't going in there expecting to start or do anything. I just said, listen, just give me an opportunity. And if I show you what I can do, then kind of get out of the way and let me right. do it. And, and I look back. You know. I look back at, you know, 93, really from like 91 to 97. What always blows me away is, yeah, there was a lot of losing going on. And I know that was kind of one of your one Well, of your we complaints. went nine to six. We had we won nine games. We went nine to six and then seven and something. So, like, you know, we, it, we won. Of, you guys had some really close games. I looked yeah. through. You guys, were, we, we were, you were beating the lousy teams as we still do kind of today. But there was a couple of heartbreaking, like two point losses, yeah. one point losses. That nope. I'm not saying we were still playing Miami and Penn State back then, and they were superior. But like some of the games were like not that they weren't that much. A couple of blowouts. We struggled one year against uh, uh, against Bruce uh, Bruce against West Virginia. Uh, but some of the Boston College beat us by a point one game. Um, yeah. It was just very close games that I believe could have really turned things around. Yeah, we had like five or six games that I really think we should have like really won. They should not have been that right. close. I mean, and you had then, Ray Lucas. Are you still friendly with Ray Lucas? He was your quarterback for three years. Yeah, he was the quarterback. And then uh, I don't really talk to a whole bunch of people at this point. Right. I haven't really gone back to too many games or anything like that. But I know they uh, honored you, put you in the Hall of Fame. You're on the plaque on the wall there. I mean, you had uh, – 1,261 yards rushing your freshman year, 6.5. He broke my guy uh, Herschel Walker's record, man. Yeah, you break Herschel's year. record. And, uh, <laughs> and then you had a thousand over 1,000 yards in 94. Um, you know, overall, you had 5.3 yards per carry, which is, you know, uh, that's awesome to me. Uh, so, anyway. obviously, now I've read stuff over the years, and we can talk about yeah, you and You and head coach Doug Graber uh-huh. didn't quite see eye to eye. Uh, now, you know, looking at it now as a 58-year-old man, right away I'm thinking, ah, you know, the player was being a punk, being cocky, and the coach doesn't know anything. <laughs> but at the time, uh, you know, I remember sitting in the stands, and I was like, whoa, 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 
what you know, he's screaming at the coach as well. So what what kind of relationship did you have with Doug Graber? It wasn't really a bad relationship or a good relationship because my relationship and my whole connection with Rutgers was with my the running backs coach, Dick Jameson. I remember I did him, yeah. I barely, you know, I barely even talked to Doug Graber. I was literally like in my in the running backs. We were like Siamese twins, the two of us. Right. Because he was, he was, um, and my, and that's the thing. Like, see, you got to remember at the time, if you're coming from a particular type of environment and you're used to kind of competing, in order to go, I didn't go to Rutgers just to go to Rutgers. I mean, if I wanted to go sit someplace and just sit, I could have went to Miami. They were number four or Penn State. They were number two or West. I could have went to any place to just sit around. I was going to play to win, to kind of go to an, another another level. And I thought at the time everybody was kind of on the same page. But it was it wasn't the same page. Let's just right. put it that way. And I'll, you know, but it wasn't it wasn't like anything with Doug Raper and myself, you know, par se. There wasn't like a fallout or anything, which most people said which is kind of ridiculous, but I never right. commented on it because it, that's all it was, was, was ridiculous. I never really said anything. Yeah, I, I met Doug a few times. He seems like a nice guy. Uh, again, that was a time of uh, Rutgers football where the money wasn't there yet. The big nothing East was there. There was nothing, nothing there. was there. Um, and that's the thing. It was like, it was two things clashing at the same time. So we get there and we're used to kind of winning and we go in with, arrogant and cocky attitudes because that's what you need to win i mean right, i wasn't right. like i said I, I didn't go there i didn't go to Rutgers and say because i came here i automatically need to start because you know no it was just like all right listen i'm coming if everybody had the same attitude and their perspective position then guess what we win now right, right. you know and i, I, I can respect that and that's all it was. It wasn't. So guys, it was, it was nothing more. Than that. You guys collectively were trying to bring in a culture, like a whole culture shift. Exactly. Right? It was yeah. a whole. It was a whole thing, and it was kind of like we were getting punched in the face from all angles as right. we were doing it. Because every, you know, it was kind of like it, there was a yeah, status quo going on there. Yeah, that, Rutgers, you know, as you know, really until she, you know, I mean. Dick Anderson came and and he was like the uh, the moon landing. You know, he he was out there collecting the moon dust, and uh, you know he's called Christopher Columbus, but even he didn't have the personality to sell the program. And then from there, you had your your Doug Graber and then your Terry Shays. It, it, things have evolved. Um, and what, what's really funny is what's going on with the Rutgers basketball team right now with these kids wanting to play together. There was no internet back then, so like I, I'll be dead honest with you. You know who you were. Opening day, I sat my fat ass in in this in the seats, and out trots out this guy, uh, number thirty one, who we heard runs of you know a four two four three, and you did well he right away. Four like, three, I don't know why he keeps saying four three. It's like it's baffling I, to me. I tell you what, I will Jimmy, guarantee you, look, as, as a track guy, that that what that point one oh, second means. Well, listen to me. I will guarantee you, published. <laughs> On the interweb, it says four three guarantee. There's a lot of things that's published there on the you internet. Go. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Jimmy, Jimmy's one of those guys who's like, Oh, it's on the internet. Oh, then it must be true. All right, I got you. now. I understand. Jim, All right, meanwhile, cool. meanwhile, you'll need a sundial and a calendar to get Jimmy's 40 times. So don't even <laughs> okay. don't don't listen, stress that at all. Listen, now listen. it's become a, a, a beret so, Jimmy day right. here. Well, well, listen, Jimmy, if you want to say I ran a four three. I ran a four three. So go ahead. <laughs> well, that's what I, that, that's what was always I, probably in the media guy. I will I will I will do some I will do some research on the great probably, interweb. No, I can do one better. Listen, for senior day, they have everything on video. We when we taped our senior day, they have us running a 40 with all the pros there timing it. Okay, you don't have and to you ran a four two. It's literally right. on tape. <laughs> You okay. can see he okay. is great. You know what we'll it. do? After I take you to the store and get you a new phone and a new laptop, so you can enter the <laughs> exactly. modern world. I, listen, I don't I, know I, what that was. That was super hard at home. But I, I mean, okay, well, hang on. I'm, I'm not finished with you yet. I'm not finished with my favorite player. First of all, I, I, listen, I've told Dave this. 
every time there's a little seam during a football game and a running back hits a little gap and he gets like 15 yards but gets knocked out of bounds, I always look at my all my buddies in my section. I'm like, oh, if Willis was there, he would have been gone. Now that, listen, that is the difference between a 4-2 and a 4-3. A 4-2 doesn't get caught from behind. A fourth one may or may not, depending well, listen, on the angle. Listen, we 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 could battle over statistics all day long. <laughs> the fact it. that you you could have went to UCLA or Penn State, you chose Rutgers. That's a whole separate. That's, that's a question. Another that, five podcasts. That, that's a massive question. It's like I understand your family and the aspect of you wanting to play for your family, but like, how do you explain it to your friends? Like your closest friends, and you're I like, know. you're like, you got the hats on the day, and you're like, well, there's UCLA, and then there's Penn State, and then there's Miami, and then there's that big old R in the scarlet red. You want to hear something? <laughs> You want I to hear something funny? We got off this into this. So we get off the plane at UCLA. It was the third visit I took. A limo picks me up from the airport. We go sit on the floor of a, the game. I go into the UCLA, uh, what do you call it? The uh, the gift shop and everything. Mm-hmm. Everybody there knew my name. It was the craziest thing. I was like, all right, I'm done. Then we went to we went over over to Bel Air and the alumni was like, "This is where you and your family is gonna stay when you come." And I am not kidding. That's when I literally called my mother. I said, "Listen, I don't even need to finish. Like, I don't even need to graduate. You can just send a diploma, <laughs> just send a diploma to California, and we're good to go. I don't need to take any more visits. I'm I'm done. The whole and that when I got there, that whole culture." It was like marketing was there. They were out there pushing the players. They were like billboard. It was like everything that I expected from a Division One program. I was like, okay, this is this is it. But then again, when you go when you come to Rutgers, you got New York. I mean, New York is like the well, at least at that time. Now it's like eh, New York has changed a lot. But at the time, it's like media capital of the world yeah it's the mecca so i'm i'm assuming i'm assuming which again I, you should not do but that ruckers would take advantage of that whole media capital there would be like that whole influence it was like the perfect storm coming well, in i think they did that it just took an additional it 25 took another years, years. later <laughs> by, by the way They're i'm still little, trying to perfect it a little bit by the way here's the funny thing you, you know, i i got to be i got to be pro i am, i am the face of Rutgers right now i feel okay. like and i i will i will to bet you UCLA stunk from 93 to 97 well, I was no. Gonna, no 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 UCLA they were in right. the top 4 all five. 4 years Ah, maybe yeah. it was a couple years after that because I was he's out only, in LA for a long time. He's only four years, five years removed from seeing guys yeah. like Troy Aikman sling the ball around at UCLA. So he that that's yeah, that it program was, it was built. All, all right, all right. Well, it was is, it was again, right in there. It was I right am in just there, a guy sitting. I'm just a guy sitting on the couch watching you run your four two. That's there right. There you go. <laughs> but listen, see, I don't mind. I didn't mind coming to Rutgers for two reasons. The one thing it was like proving a point because I'm from Jersey. I wanted to make sure that all the Jersey kids kind of stayed in New Jersey. So I'm like, listen, it doesn't matter who we play against. They still got to stop us. And that was that was the attitude of a handful of us that came in. It wasn't like, you know, it might have been confused or people might have got it confused with arrogance, cocky, all that other stuff, which it was a little bit. But it was still like Rutgers wasn't even ranked in like the top 50. No. No, okay. They, first of all, they, well, they didn't. They didn't go above. They didn't have rankings above. Exactly. I'm just saying. It was. It was just know, like some was, guy going, "Yeah, Rutgers is okay." Right. Let me ask you this: What do you think of the uh, whole NIL situation today in NCAA football? I mean, you would have got your dime. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't really. See, so you had to understand. Well, for most, at least, let me speak for myself. If you're a player and you're trying to go from college to the next level. Yes, you want the money, but if you're a good, if you if the program is good and you're, if you're a good college player, you really are not in a rush to kind of jump over. See, when we were playing, we couldn't really work, so there was right. no way to make any money. Like it was illegal to actually get a job. If you had a scholarship, you couldn't work. So right. you go, you go into class, you can't work. You, I mean, yes, you got training table, you got food, and you got a place to, to you know, sleep. But there really wasn't anything else. So a lot of guys throughout the whole NCAA was trying to get over to the NFL to, to at least to just make basic 
you know, not basic, but you know what I'm saying? They have a little bit of money. Make money, right? of course. But now, if you can do that in college, I mean, who would want to leave college? I mean, seriously, you, you really don't really need – if you don't have to. So, But then you got the other side where it kind of can turn, you know, a little crazy and all of that stuff. So you got both sides, but – what? What do you think of the like the NFL today? How the the running back position's been kind of uh, diminished a little bit. How, what do you? I'm like thoughts this. on that. I go like this when I'm watching NFL today. <laughs> <laughs> and for those listening, he is falling asleep or passing out. Either one of those, or he's bored to death. Um, because it is. Listen, you change. I don't know what these people are thinking. You can't change the game that much. I mean, you can't run kickoffs back. You can't touch the quarterback. You can't move. You can't blink. You can't sleep. You, it's like, what are we doing here? We're going to be playing flag football in a second. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that you're it's coming over. You're coming over to my side now. <laughs> and we understand that there's concussions. We understand you get broken legs and arms, and all, but that's part of the game. You go in there understanding that, and that's what makes people want to watch. Now it's like if they catch a ball and they don't make a move, it's not a fumble. I mean, it's like what? Is going. I mean, I don't even know. Uh, Terrell, up until three years ago, they had a segment called Jacked Up on ESPN where they were looking and featuring hard hits. Now you can't do that anymore. You can't can't do it. You can't. It's like you can't touch anyone. I mean, you you know. So you you don't really – You I saw you the last time they honored you at Rutgers Stadium. Is that the last time you've been back there? You just don't go to the games anymore? Yeah, that was the last time. It was it was too much. I don't know what's going on down there. It was like I, I you got to show up over there, man. Come on, you I'm mean, you're in business. Listen, Jimmy, give him your tickets. Me, Jimmy, you're invite him as your guest. Like uh, you know what? Gonna I am. You're going to sit with me the next time <laughs> okay, I go to Jimmy, a game. Where do you get your tickets, Jimmy? That's a, a that's a personal situation. But no, I get where do you pick them? Wait, forget I where get you them, got them. Wait, wait, wait. Family where tickets. Do you pick them up. Family tickets. I get them on my phone. Okay, so. We normally used to pick the tickets up at the will call window. The last time I went for that event you're talking about, somebody left my tickets at a bar on College Avenue. Okay. I mean, you, have, you can't make this you can't make this shit up. I mean, I literally drove to to Rutgers to pick up tickets at a will call window, which again. And I mean, a, a lady said, go, go to Old like Queens. Man. I played there. They said, no, your tickets aren't here. I'm like, what do you mean my tickets aren't here? I'm actually, you, you guys are actually about to honor me. The lady's like, well, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, well, I kind of played here before. Oh, you know, you got to call this one. So I'm literally standing outside and I'm calling. I'm like, what's going on? Where is it? I, I can't get in. You're literally about to call my name at, at halftime and I can't, I can't get in the, 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 the stadium. <laughs> They said, oh, your tickets are over on College Avenue at a bar. I, and I'm not kidding. I had three people in the car with me. One who used to play with me, Bobby Sneathan. He played linebacker. Remember Sneathan? Who? Bobby, Bobby Sneathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sneathan, he played outside linebacker. And I had two other people in the car. We drove over to a bar on College Avenue, picked up two, picked up two tickets, drove all the way back to the stadium. And I'm sitting there like, all that's right. awful. Yeah, I said that was kind of. Yeah, but you know was, what? Over the years, there's been like crazy stuff going on, you know. And Listen, I didn't never say anything, but I'm like, but, all right, but, whatever. And I don't know who's that, in charge. All that's got to change now. You're now friends of the Jimmy Palumbo show, <laughs> and right. I was on the cover of Rutgers. <laughs> Isn't that great? You you rushed for like three thousand yards at Rutgers. I did a couple episodes of Friends in ER, and I got my fat ass on the cover of Rutgers <laughs> Alumni Magazine. So you're in a different world. They're not world proud of now, that, Jimmy. You know They're not saying? proud of that. <laughs> you're in a different world. You ever, I'm going to make, you're going to sit with me and watch a game with my friends. Yes, you, don't, don't say no to me. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing, not, who, I'm not. Even Listen. your family doesn't have a shirt like this anymore. Come on. No, now. we don't have those shirts. We don't have a shirt. So I, I have to listen, obviously, you know, your, your, your run at Rutgers, no pun or pun <laughs> at Rutgers is, it was a phenomenal one. Stats driven, incredible. What was the process like outside of like when Rutgers was coming to a close draft season was coming upon you. How did you feel going into that, like that, that, that mode of saying like, this is my last time at Rutgers. I got to do what I got to do. Did you have aspirations for the league, or you kind of just checked out all altogether? Well, I, I was pretty much checked out at Rutgers like 
six games in my oh, senior wow. year. I wasn't okay. even playing. I mean, if you follow it, I was barely. Yeah, I know. You, you stopped it playing. Was a whole, it was a whole thing going on there, which that's two other shows, which we can't even get <laughs> well, into right now. Well, that's what but, we love to hear. When you say something was going on there, I want to know what was going I mean, on there. If you, if I, you, you're, you're, you're hosting your show, right? right. And you, so if you're making the calls and I'm sitting on the bench, what do you think's going on? If you're the host, that's, that's your call, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. So how come I'm not in? You're screaming from the sidelines and in the in the in the in the stands. I hear you. But it was a whole it was a it was a it was a mess. It was a mess. And then I was at like I said, after the last I mean, I didn't even get in the game like the last two or three games. Literally, like I did not even get in the game. And it was just like I said, you That's, know what? So was that taking was, your love and passion out for the game too? Yeah, it was gone. Or? It was gone. It yeah. was gone. I had I had the uh, you know you had the offense coordinator come to me after I broke like every record as a backup. People think I started. I was never the starter. I mean, it's like ridiculous. So I, that, that, used to, like, that annoyed me. This, this is what he said. He said word for word, "You have to earn your playing time." Yeah, did exactly. Tell, did you and tell him you ran a four two? And that's and that's <laughs> you that <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah. Look at that. And after breaking all the freshman records, you're still trying to earn your keep and pay your. I got to earn. I got to. I still got to earn. Yeah, and I, I went from second string to third string. Jimmy, Jimmy, know. this is this is historic conversation here because now you're realizing why Rutgers has been in a dumpster fire for the last well, yeah. god odds all these years. Yeah, but they're it's not putting now. in their best players. What, no, what's happening? It's different now. You can't compare. Oh, the it's errors. different now. It is different now. The players, the coaches now, they can't afford to not put it, put it, the best players in right now. Uh, every coach, Fair. you, 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 you the, the days of, I just read somewhere that, oh, Rutgers, the first three games was holding plays back. Really? Only up by six with 10 minutes to go? And you keeping <laughs> half the playbook in your car? I don't think so. These coaches are making one and a half million dollars a year. They, they got the, they put the best. They put the best horses on the track as they possibly can. Well, let me ask you this. Now, so the I, N- now let me ask you this. The NFL uh, draft, you yeah. decided, which to me came out of nowhere, that you were right. going to enter the NFL draft. Right. What, 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 obviously things were a mess for you with the team and, and coaching staff and all that. So when you decide what, what, what happened there? Who did you sign with? I know you didn't get drafted. No. Who did you sign with? How, how did it all go down? With the Jets. With uh, Coltite was the coach. Richie. Oh, man. <laughs> my God. Anyway, we went from a dumpster fire to the dumpsterest dumpster fire. Oh, my I know. God. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, wow. so, you sure do know how to pick them there. You know, <laughs> it, was a, it, was a, it, was, it was an experience. Let's put it that way. If we ever go, if we, if we ever go out to dinner, I'll order for you. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Oh, it was so what one, happened one there? How long, to the next. When you showed up, was it like a free agent signing? What What happened there? We We showed up. Literally, we can't. We got into camp. Um, so in, let's see, like April, because um, what the heck was this guy's name? Quarterback. The quarterback. Boomer. No. It was after Boomer? It was, uh, Kenny O'Brien. No. No. Neil O'Donnell. Neil O'Donnell. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Add Sturcho for a quick three. There you go. Yeah, Neil O'Donnell oh. also should have been MVP of Super Bowl 30. He gave us two interceptions, taking almost to the house for the Cowboys. <laughs> Not just me, though. <laughs> I digress with that so, one, but go ahead. Yeah, so so Neil O'Donnell, we were we we were working out for like almost a month at his high school. It was uh Neil O'Donnell, Wayne Corbett, um, a couple other people there. So we were working out. So we go into camp. They had the rookies come into camp first. And, again, it was the same. It was almost like a rerun of what happened at Rutgers. It was the most bizarre thing. We had – so you know how people say you're going with a chip on your shoulder sometimes? Sure. So I went in there with Atlantic City on this shoulder and Las Vegas on that shoulder. So <laughs> I didn't have a chip. I had the whole town on each town on both shoulders. <laughs> Because it was like, all right, I couldn't really fully do everything that I thought I would be able to do at Rutgers, but now it, this is New York, and I'm just going to kind of light everything up. That was like my whole 
thing going in. I didn't get drafted, which I thought was like insane. So there was a whole bunch of stuff. So now, okay, we go into camp and Keyshawn Johnson was like the number one draft pick at that time. Mm-hmm. So he was in, he was in New York. So we get into camp, the rookies, and we kind of hit it off like immediately, like the two days in, we were like, it was me, Keyshawn. There was another, another guy, a defensive back who actually got cut in the middle of the season and then went to green Bay and won the super bowl. At <laughs> green Bay. So yeah, it was funny, that year. but it was like this whole, this whole thing, you know, we're going in and everybody kind of has this whole thing going on. All right. So then, you know, we run a 40 again and I was the fastest on the jets whole team. So I'm thinking just on, if I never even touched the football in my so everybody life, ran a forty and you you came in the fastest. Yeah, I was the fastest on the team. It was like not even close. So I'm thinking, all right, at least I know I'm. You know, there's there's fifty something players. You know, I'm like, all right. So now the the veterans come in, and we're now it's like you know, in shorts it doesn't matter. But now we put the pads on, so now we're going through. And I'm calling like everybody. I'm like, listen, I'm about to start real easy on this team. Come to practice. So now my family, all my friends are coming to practice. They're watching this practice. And never got in. All right. We're going and going again. Never got in. So I'm like, all this right. is 95, so now, 95, right? 95. So we're okay. and now the practice was open. This is the funny thing. You could have literally walked off the street. Coltite came in with his golf clubs. Sat him down. We broke for the first huddle. He went to go play golf, and we had, we're in there practicing. He like he wasn't even there. It was the craziest environment that you like. It was nuts. So, Hand off Sturgill right side. Yeah. He rambles inside. <laughs> I'm looking at. I'm just looking at this roster real quick, just because I'm curious. And I'm like, I'm looking at some of these guys that played on this team. It's like, how did you not get in? Like, yeah, you know, exactly. What I'm like, exactly. So I'm thinking crap. that I was. I was definitely going to not only play, but I was like, all right, that was the one time, like you said, I thought I was going to go in and after camp was all over, I would be the starting running back. Like after the first week of hitting, wow. the, 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 the difference in, in athleticism and, and just skill was like, I think it was like Adrian Morrell. Yeah. Adrian, I was just looking at it, Adrian Morrell. I was like, man, that wasn't all that great. I mean, it was, it was literally like, all right, so I'm I'm like I'm, again I'm staying quiet. I don't want to, you know. There was a lot of stuff coming from Rutgers that I was this, I was that. So I'm like, listen, don't talk, don't say anything, just stay quiet and kind of when he, when you get in, you can kind of. So you the Rutgers was contact like Rutgers was uh, saying that you're uh, you're you're a problem that kind of deal. The rap sheet, you know how they give out. Now I didn't yeah. learn this until like 2002. 2003 because mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, I'm trying, I'm, I go to, to the jets. They keep me the whole time. Then it was this big article that comes out. See, here's the thing with, with any NFL team, they're going to cut you, keep you all throughout camp. That's what happens. So if, if you're not good enough, you can see that in the first week or two max, whether or not somebody is fits your team or they're not good enough. So if they if, if you get cut after two weeks, you got a chance to go to another another team. You can bring your tape with you. You can show them what you did. You know whatever. They kept me through the whole through the whole camp all the way up until the end of September. So you were final was, cut. Yeah, the, the the last day, and it was funny because I was actually making a joke. My roommate, who actually made the team, I was like, "Well, too bad. I'm sorry you didn't make it." Right. <laughs> And then they then they said my name. I was like, what? So we go in. <laughs> we go, I go in and they're like, oh, uh, we don't think we're gonna keep you. I'm like, are you serious? I said, all right, no problem. Left, got up. But they I didn't have any pra- I didn't have any practice tape because they said we can't give you the practice tape because it shows our plays, so we right. can't give off any team. Right. And they never put me in a preseason game because they were only playing the starters during preseason. So you they never played even in a preseason not game. Not one snap. Not one snap. So so they kind of they blackballed you because <laughs> now all of a sudden you have no chance to get zero. Nothing. Wow. I got wow. zero. So 
So now I, I, I get, I leave and I'm sitting there like, all right. So I had an agent, he's trying, going out, going out. So year after year, I'm sitting there like, why can't nobody, I'm like, how is it that no team, there's like 30 plus teams, nobody is giving me a call. And I didn't get it. And then 2003, so I'm trying out, not making it, trying out. No one's calling me back. So then I had this agent come in, uh, Garrett. The uh, His son play, was the coach at, at Dallas for a minute. Oh, John um, Garrett, the scout. The scout. Yeah. Yeah, so my agent knew him. So he was like, listen, go just – I want you to look at this kid. So I'll go to Jersey his house. Jersey ties, too. Jersey He's ties. He's in Jersey, too. right. So mm-hmm. I go down and, to his and, house. And what year was this? 2003. This was 2003. So this is eight years later? This is eight years later. I was still crying, literally. It was like 96 was the whole year to 97. Then 98, 99. It might have been 2001. Between every year, every year, every year you were trying to get out with a team. Yeah, because I was just like, huh? No, like no one was calling back. It was like the craziest thing. I'm like, what is going on? So finally I get down to Garrett's house. And and Jason was there. So he's throwing me the ball. He's throwing to him. So I work out for an hour and I'm like running and I never stop running. I'm like, I got to show this guy that like I'm in shape. So it was like a whole hour. I'm catching short passes and running in his backyard like another 40. So he was like, you're not really a bad guy. So I'm like, the hell does that mean? <laughs> he said, I have your scout. I have your report that Rutgers put out. And your report, he said, my report was worse than. Who's the guy that shot somebody and killed him? Lawrence Phillips. Remember Nebraska? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said, I never saw a scouting report so bad. He oh said they God. were, they said everything I was doing drugs. I never came to practice. I was beating up girls. I was, I wasn't a team player. I was, it was like wow. all kinds of, right. I had no clue. Wow. Jimmy, he's not, Jimmy, he's not going back to the stadium with you. He's just not like that. Yeah. Like, I would I had, never go back there ever. I had, I had no, I had no clue that that, because I'm sitting there like there has to be, like no one is even. I was literally calling NFL teams and saying, "Listen, you don't even have to pay. I'll pay to come. Just give me a shot." And they were like, "Nope." I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything. So I'm sitting there like, "Oh, okay." That's brutal. Yeah, it was crazy, but it clarified a whole lot of, a whole lot of. I didn't know why I couldn't get a shot. But then once I realized what happened then, it was just like this. Got some clarity. Yeah. Yeah. This, this cloud was kind of like lifted yeah. off. Of I can't like, believe that. That's. Yeah. That's it, was it was that's nuts. It was crazy. I give you yeah. credit for, you know, nowadays um, in the NFL, uh, you know, you it, 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 six months after you get cut, you're, you're considered a 45 year old man. Um, <laughs> yeah. The fact that you tried five or six years later, uh, I can't believe Rutgers would, you know, do that. Jimmy's uh, about to throw his hat in the garbage. And no, shit. I'm disgusted. <laughs> like the hell with these but guys. No, no. There was never anything. Uh... Listen to this. Wait, I, I signed in, in 2000. I think it was 2000. I signed with Carolina. But it was just, it was during the summer. And they, they signed like, they signed a couple of guys. And they were just going through a transition. It was the new coach that was coming over from the Giants at that time. I forget the guy's name. But they said, listen, you guys can either stay and practice with the team or you can go to – they had like the NFL Europe yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I said, you know what? I'll go to – I'll, you know, I'll go because that way I can kind of shake I'll some rust I'll go play off. for the Frankfurt Galaxy. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So I, I went over and, and signed with them. So – Graber was one of the coaches over there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember that. That's right. I would have, I would have lit no. him up like the Fourth of July. No, I, I didn't get a chance. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to so listen. We were about to play their team, right? And I look up in the stands, and I see Stan Paris, Doug Graber, and my coach of Frankfurt, and then the the other coaches. Now, Stan Paris was coaching with Tampa Bay at the time. He got he left Rutgers and then got another assistant job at Tampa Bay. So just because I saw them up there and I knew that they were talking about me because I can see him. He was all like, right. So I said, I, 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 the best player on his team was this linebacker. He was he was he ran a four three, Jimmy. He ran okay. a four three. Right? 
And they were everybody was talking this guy up. They're like, oh, he's this. So I told my coach, I said, listen, let me go against him because I knew that they were up there looking. And just for that reason, I wanted to go against his best player. I mean, I made him look stupid, scored, and all other stuff. And then <laughs> he comes out, and he's like, uh, the fans doing this in the season? No, they, they, they weren't doing that because then <laughs> I didn't even get to play. I didn't play in the game. He was – Graber and Paris was talking to my coach I, in the stands. This is unbelievable so, to me. Listen, so they, I get – you can't make this – you can't make this up. I'm sitting there like, are you – am I like in the twilight zone right now? <laughs> Seriously. And I forget who the coach was, but the coach who was coaching me at the time over in NFL Europe was a good friend of Graber's. So they were friendly. So they were talking and, you know, never played in a game, get cut from there, go back to Carolina. Carolina's like, well, if you can't make the NFL Europe team, there's no way you're going to make the NFL team. Got released from Carolina. And I was like, you know what? I don't love this game that much. It was all a right, well, And I'll listen, see you I can't time. believe, I can't believe I'm here. You know, now listen, uh, I'm no journalist, but if this was 60 minutes, uh, my producer would be saying, <laughs> Hey, we, we, we got to get Doug Graber or one of these coaches on the line to verify some of this. I can't believe that. I, I don't doubt that's that wrong. Rutgers would fumble that. I don't. But Just look at the report. Good. All you have to do is, listen, this, is, this isn't this is that difficult. Get the report that Rutgers had on me. It's, mm. it's pub, it should be public knowledge. You can get the report on any player that left. Each coach that gives out there the scouting report to the NFL. Yeah, that might not be public, though, now. You can get it. You can get uh, it. You know what? I Come am going to try to get that. You are the Rutgers guy. That's you it. Can get the, it. I was on the I was on the cover of the magazine, so I that that's what I got to do. <laughs> well, uh, that that I can't believe you got that screwed by Rutgers. I'm still going to get your ass, and they still honored you, so you're in their Hall of Fame, or uh, maybe they thought it was Hall of Shame for what you're telling me. But I don't oh, remember Lord, ever Lord. hearing anything that you were a bad guy. So that must have been. I didn't even, not only did I not, I mean, they said I was drinking the drugs. I never even smelled alcohol. I used to get laughed at because I didn't drink alcohol in college. I so mean, you're if, like, you, you, your parents must be pissed. Well, I don't know if they're still around, but they must be pissed off. Well, if, they were more pissed off than I was because for me, it was like, eh, I, not that I didn't care, but I'm not really like one of those football guys that need to play. Um, right, football I get guy. it. I just could. I'm more of a competitor. Like, I'll did you end up? Uh, did you graduate Rutgers, or did you get your diploma somewhere else? No, after I left, I was I was finished. Done I was now. Uh, wh where are you living now? So I've been in Tribeca since '96. And okay. And what what do you what do you do for a living now? What did your post now I do uh, product development? So I bring I make things look good. Like right now, we're like we're, we do I do like high volume product for like big companies from Turner construction to oldest elevator. Um, you name it. It's just like anything high volume. So we fill containers with product for, for companies. I'm going to have to look okay. deeper and deeper. I'm just not seeing the scouting report. However, there was an article written in 2019 that you were named top five running backs in Rutgers history. So that's oh, pretty there's cool. No question. That's pretty uh, cool. Yeah, I they got your top five here. They got, well, you uh, got, you got here we go. I, so now this will stir up some controversy here. We're number one being Ray Rice and, Obviously, fair it's fair. I mean, Rice was a beast. I mean, it, it is. Brian Leonard, actually, number two is J.J. Jennings from 1971 to 73. That's before I was That's six before years before everybody's old. time. Brian Leonard from 2003 to 2006, the Leonard Leap. Everybody remembers that. Uh, number four comes in with uh, your friend and mine, Terrell Willis. And number five is Jawan Jameson from 2011 to 2012. So well, you're in the top I five. Would, I would, to I would have him <laughs> no. I, for me. He's always been my number one. I would have him. My argument was, I know you had a decent line when you played, but uh, under Ray Rice, five guys. Here's how you, here's, here's how you kind of gauge this stuff. You go by carries and yards. If you want to go by numbers. Okay. So right. based on the number of carries that I had, put the number of carries to anybody else. Okay, but hang on a second. And see about, what the yards. Okay, not gonna push. Then, okay. Well, you wait, said it before, Jimmy. You said it was over five there's, yards of carry. So I mean, that's huge. There's two or three things that's going on that you you guys kind of miss 
as oh, non-athletic. Yeah. No, people. I didn't miss one. Oh, whoa, whoa! No, not you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. What were, See, what were your yards per carry against Miami, Penn State, and Virginia who gives Tech? Gives a shit. It was, he was well, Virginia, no, it's Virginia, a big Virginia, deal. You were against, playing against Linden and Carteret. You lit it up. Wait, Had you do on. it in the big I'm game. Gonna, I'm gonna fill you in. He's gonna fill you in. Educate you right now. Against Virginia Tech. I had like four touchdowns, 230-something yards. They had the number one defense in the country, Ooh. something like that. Mm-hmm. And then against Miami, the first year we played against Miami, I, I had like 18 carries, 90-something yards. And then this, this, the second year when we played them here, it was like little to nothing. It, it, I was already kind of spaced out at that time. It was right, like right. whatever. And then against – And they were giving the ball to Presley too much. Huh? They were giving the ball to Presley too much. I'm they, just wanted saying, that, see, they wanted that thunder. I wanted lightning. I I'm just saying. You have to be – you can't compare. If you're going to compare, you got to compare apples to apples. So if mm. I was the full-time back carrying the ball 30 times or more, then you make the comparison. But if you're going to give it to me sporadically here and there, in and out, over and yeah, over, you're not, it doesn't you can't seem, really get into a – It doesn't seem so, like you were yeah, built to be a – Wait, every single time I carried the ball 30 yards, if I got the ball 30 times or more, I got 200 yards against whoever we were playing. If I got the ball 200, I mean 30 times, which is average, which is average among backs. If I got it 20 times or more, I got 100 yards. No matter what I meant was the the Rutgers line under Ray Rice, all five guys played in the NFL. Yeah, but we uh, had a good line too. We had a yeah, good line. N- nobody played the NFL. They ended yeah, up working Sean for the Giants. Sean O'Hara, man. Um, Giants, come on, it's your boys. <laughs> the Giants. We had, uh, we had one or two guys that went. We had one or two one guys. Or two guys. It was not the line that Ray Rice had. I think you would have done very well. Uh, it didn't matter. That See, line. that's the thing. It doesn't matter what. It's all on who's running this the system. So if we had a if we if Shiano was coaching the same team we had. Forget forget about. I don't care about schedule. I don't care about any of that nonsense. If Shiano was our head coach, we would have won more than nine games. Let me just say that, okay, with that schedule that we had. So just like if Graber was coaching Ray Rice's team, he wouldn't have had what he had. It wouldn't have been the same thing even with that line, okay? So it's all on who's – who's controlling it and running it the right way. I just hope that Rutgers gets out of Seattle's way this time and let him do whatever he needs to do. I think they're doing that. I think they're doing that. Yeah, as well, I hope they get out of his way and not get in his way. Because so you, you don't even – like, do you even root for Rutgers now, or is it like it's that much well, you pain? Always have to root for, you always have to root for, for your home team. I mean, it's insane not to. I don't right. root against – I would never root against anything. You know, I wouldn't root against Rutgers. That's like <laughs> – Bad karma. Insane. Everything, everything that happened to me has really nothing to do with Rutgers. And I know that because Rutgers is more an academic school than an athletic school, especially back then, yeah. they didn't really know. They wouldn't even have known how to handle what was going on because it was foreign. So it has really nothing to do with the school and everything to do. Just like right now, Shiano's doing a great job. It's, it's, I mean, it all depends on who's in there and who's doing what they're doing. But, the, you know, so it's not a Rutgers thing. It was the coaching staff and the players at that particular time. So I'm going to get you to sit with my family and friends on the 40-yard line. <laughs> you're not going to – it's not going to happen. And you're going to sit there because you're, you're a fan of the school, not the coaching staff. The school. That's true. Well, as long as I don't have to pick my tickets up at the bar. No, you don't have to worry about that. He's got to go to all Queens. <laughs> no, you come with me in the yellow lot. We have a nice tailgate. People hanging out. My daughter. We, uh, my fam- my brother. My brother hey, what, Frank, I'll go to that game. I'll go to that Ellie. game, Jimmy. I'll, I'll get go Dave to, to go there. Uh, we, yeah, I, gotta, I can't wait to find uh, This is great. I uh, Listen. I appreciate you coming on. I'm having fun with you. I, I will. You'll always be my favorite running back of all hey, time. You're a ask, smart man. You are anybody. a very smart person. Right? Will I used to say Willis is in. Even when a guy does have a big run, I'll yell out Willis, Willis. <laughs> and my and my friends that are listening to this, they know it's true too. Um, uh, but I really it's appreciate awesome. you coming on. I love hearing this stuff, even though it was a hundred years ago. And I'm glad you're doing well in your business and. Yeah, living in the good. city and living a good life and uh everything's good uh, yep everything's good that's cool I, I, you hear 
you know, a lot of guys like yourself that had a, uh, if they got screwed by the school, end up in a bad, I don't want to say a bad way, but in a stereotypical way, but they, things don't go their way. Um, yeah. And I'm glad you were able to um, get around the, 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 the bullshit that happened back in the day with right. you there. And, yeah. uh, and, you know, seems like you got a nice life going on and that's really cool. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's no bumps, no bruises, no medicine, no aches, no pains, no concussions. And good for you it's because nice. you were just telling, you were just saying yes. before that you had 30 carries a game. They'll try to run you into the ground. They don't care about yeah. you. You know what I mean? They're yeah. going to just keep running and yeah. running. So God well, bless there, you there, for being healthy. There is one running back currently on the roster. that reminds me of you a little bit. His name is Sam know. Brown. He he's he's got the same body type as you, and I went to a scrimmage, and he took one around the outside, and he took it to the house. And I looked at my brother, I was like, "Oh, I've seen that before." <laughs> of course, he got injured a little bit. He's working himself back in, so I, I'm curious if he'll uh, ever ever be. Uh, but he's not getting no 1,300 yards a freshman year. Uh, you, are, I love that. It's in the same name as Herschel Walker. Cracks me up. Uh, which and I, I'm, te- I'm I'm willing to bet you're a Cowboy fan. No, I'm a 49er fan. No. Oh, you guys are going to go. <laughs> I'll see you week I, five, buddy. And who's going who's gonna to win? Who's going to win? Giants or 49ers? They're about to spark, spark the Giants. Come on. It's not even going to be close. See, I was a 40, I was a 49er fan. I was a Ronnie Lott fan. There you go. Okay. okay. So, and then the offense was like so fast. You know, I was like six. They're throwing the ball down. Everybody else is doing like two yards here, one yard. You know, the offense was like sputtering. And then San Francisco was just lighting everybody up, tossing and flying all around. I was like, that's it. Yeah, Joe Montana, second yeah, best player right. ever. You know, second right. to LT. Well, no, Micah Parsons is number one Micah, now. Micah's on his ever. way, my friend. Micah's on I, his way. You know, did you hear about that? Micah Parsons is the greatest NFL player of all time. Uh, I Jimmy, you know, what? I, I'm gonna save I'm gonna save my thoughts for after Terrell's <laughs> off because I'm not about to go roast you in front of <laughs> so an you're audience. a 49er fan from uh, birth. Which, uh, well, that's cool. That's I respect that. If you stick yeah. with it, you know, um, we'll see what happens. I'll I'll text you on Friday morning. Wait, so are you a Giant fan? Jets, Giants, I'm Giants, uh, okay. Knicks, Rangers, Raptors, Yankees. Your standard uh, local. I don't believe in fantasy football. That's the ruination of sports. Yeah. I don't believe in gambling this much. People losing their shirts gambling. Can't, yeah, listen, you can't gamble on Rutgers in New Jersey, so it doesn't even matter. Well, we cover if you did, you know, one Unless year you got Rutgers, a guy who's got a guy, you know. Did you know one year Rutgers was eleven and zero with the spread? You, do you remember that? It was about twenty years ago. They, they won. They covered it. They stunk. They only won four games, but they covered every time. <laughs> and I read an article that said uh, Rutgers is a Vegas darling. You know, nice. I, mean? I don't think nice. they covered ever since. But we're three and zero against <laughs> the spread. Uh, but listen, man. I appreciate you coming on. I love you. Love watching you play. Sorry that Rutgers shit to bed for you. Uh, I will. I will be finding out. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write a long, long winded letter to Rutgers. Straighten this shit. No, they're all gone now. There's no left. They're all gone. It doesn't even matter. President's gone. The AD. You were under Fred Groninger was there, right? (laughs) Fred Groninger was there. Yeah, he he was like. You want to hear funny? You want to hear one? You want to hear? We got into one argument. Graver and I. Okay. You want to hear why? Yeah. So we were we had a contract with Converse sneakers at the time. So it was my freshman year. I made a cut. I went this way. The whole sole of the sneaker flew off that way. It was. It might have been like the second or third practice, and then I started wearing Nikes. And he was like, "What the fuck are you doing wearing <laughs> Nikes? You got a conversation with him." So I had to, I had to, if you notice, like I always had tape around my shoes. It wasn't right. because of ankles. It was because we had to cover, we had to cover the logo. Oh, no, okay. no. Cause I, I told him, I said, look, I'm not playing in Converse after that. You wind up tearing everything in your knee and shit. Right. You get it? So I said, look, I wear, I'm going to wear these. That's for these guys who run a four, 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 five. Not yeah. four, you two run a four, 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 five, you can wear Converse. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect way to put a bow on this one there. Jimmy. You know, Good one job. year, one year, every college team was sponsored by Nike, but we were sponsored by Adidas, and the other school was Nebraska because were, we both have we're both red. And right. I think the guy from Adidas just said, "Ah, let's sign Rutgers. We have all these red shoes laying around. We'll give them over there." And now I think we're we're with Nike now, but the game oh, was so different. Funny. All that. It, uh, yeah, it was equipment. a lot of crazy stuff, but it was, it was, it was, this was, 
Where did you when you were on campus? What what campus did you live on? Livingston. I yeah, the first year they put everybody on Livingston, and then after you were in the towers or the quads. You were in. I was in the quads. Me too. Yeah. I was in quad, yeah. quad. I was in house 15, quad one, I guess. Yeah. They put, they put Hall. Augustine there. And then Bush for one year. And then I moved off campus my junior year. Yeah. Yeah, I did, Got the I hell out of there thing. real quick. Uh, I did the same. I lived above Pete's Tavern. That's where your tickets were delivered. <laughs> it was. It was actually at Pete's Tavern. Yeah. That's where I went to pick them up. I'm well, not who kidding. Do think, oh, who funny. do you think yes. got you the tickets? I just sent them to the bar. They were the Palumbo special. I was like, he's a oh, drunk and a wife beater and he does drugs. I'll leave him at the bar. He'll feel right at home. After I read his scouting report, I said a 4 4. Wait, wait, what do you, wait a minute. What would you be more, what would you be more upset at if the scouting report said you ran a 4 5? Or it said you were a drunk, a white dude. It said that I ran a four or five. That a boy. <laughs> yeah. That's an athlete right there, ladies That's and gentlemen. That's it right there. Well, listen, I love it. Uh, I'm definitely going to have you on again. You know what? Are you? How do you think they're going to do against Michigan? It should be a good one. It should be a good game. They coming in or we going there? We're going we're there. We're going there. We're going to the big house. Christ. See, here, so here's, get- why, here's why I say it's going to be a good one. Two reasons. One, when you go, when you're three and zero, it doesn't matter who's coming in after that. You still have that thing going. Right. You you have it. So I'm not saying they're gonna win. I'm not saying they're gonna lose. But I am saying that it should be. When I say a good one, I don't think they're gonna get blown out if they lose. I don't think they're gonna blow Michigan out if they win. I think it, it should be a decent game at least for a couple of quarters. You know, and then we'll see what's going on. But at the to beginning, me it's like. To me, it's like when you go to a nightclub and the first three girls you ask to dance say yes. And you're dancing. After that, you're like, I could go up to the hottest chick in the world and ask her to dance. And then all of a sudden you go up to the hot chick and she, st- she's, you know, she gets a little snooty with you and you you go back to the bar, your friends, you're like, I don't want to dance anymore. So I think that's – I'm going to have fun with Rutgers being 3-0 until probably around 1235, 1240. About 40 minutes of real time in that I'm going to say, oh, shit. Are you going to the game? It's at the big house. No, no. Next week they play Wagner, which is the kind of schools you used to play against. And then after that, we (laughs) does this guy does this guy even remember the schedule? We had the toughest schedule in the. We had the toughest every game. You have no idea. Come on. Again with the jersey flashing. Look, I used to to hate Bruce Presley. Everybody (laughs) loved him, but me. I was like, no, I want thirty-one in the game. Oh, uh, you got pissed me off when you didn't play. That's funny. Um, but so you think they're going to do well against Michigan? All right. Hopefully they'll make a bowl this year, and um, we'll probably end up at the Yankee Stadium Bowl in the cold. <laughs> the worst <laughs> that, that that pinstripe bowl is to me is like uh, that's like a, they send, send people that instead of the Yankees are in a pinstripe. I mean the the Rutgers is in a pinstripe bowl and. Flipping the coin at the 50-yard line, please welcome former Rutgers running back Terrell Willis. <laughs> You'll be in a jacket. It'll be windy yeah. and rainy. <laughs> Terrell Willis is here. He could have went to UCLA. Now he's freezing his ass off at a shitty Rutgers Bowl. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, your friend and mine. Oh, man. Hey, listen, oh. man. Thanks for having fun with us. You know I love you. I wish things would have went better. You should have been in the NFL, if you ask me. That's all right. And, uh, it's, it's fine. It worked out exactly the way it's supposed to work hey, out. Yeah, Absolutely. God's that's will. It. God's will. And yep. it worked out for me. Look, I'm, you know, I went from being on Friends to uh, on, a, on a podcast with Dave Sergio. Right. So there you are. I'm exactly where I need to be. Listen. Uh, blessed, well, Jimmy. Listen. You're blessed. <laughs> Get right. over it. Listen, I had a lot of fun with this. This was like a... This was like a great, great fun for me, and we had yeah, some laughs. Was great. And uh, I, I, we're gonna have you back on you in the Howard Stern world. You're officially a friend of the Jimmy Falumbo show. <laughs> come back anytime. All right, man. We'll Thank see you. Thank you so man. much for your time, Terrell. All right. Thanks you for having me. All right, All right guys. We'll see you. Bye. All right. All right. Wow. Terrell Willis. That what was a great. story. We got it. That's great. That's I some good stuff, uh, man. We we we're gonna do a whole show, um, but we can't because we went uh, we did we wanted to do this uh, really quick. I just want to give a shout out to uh, Rich Thomas for my Patreon number thirty six. We're back on Patreon number thirty six. All right. So next uh, we need a thirty seven. We need a Larry Flowers. We need a James uh, Washington. People just drove off the road. <laughs> Absolute Iowa, of course. Um, Corn here at Shea. 
Uh, oh, yeah, you know what we'll do real quick? I, we'll do the stinks list real quick. Oh, all right. It's going to be brutal. By yeah. the way, I was listening to WFAN this morning, and they were like talking about power rankings, and I'm like, they're just like my stink list. Okay, Miami Dolphins. Uh, homage to Shecky, Mike Shecky Lawler. They are in the very good status right now. It's New York Jets tracking. stink. Buffalo Bills, good. New England Patriots stink. Baltimore Ravens, good. Pittsburgh Steelers stink. The Browns stink. The Bengals stink. That whole that whole division stinks, <laughs> except for the Ravens. Jacksonville Jaguars, average. Colts, Titans, and Texans, they all stink. Oh, my God. AFC West, the Vegas Raiders at 101. They still stink, though. Kansas City Chiefs, not going to move it. They're going to stay at good for now. Uh, L.A. Chargers stink, and the Broncos really stink. Uh, who else we got here? NFC East, the best division in football. Dallas Cowboys at very good. The Philadelphia Eagles at very good. And I do have Dallas Cowboys as being the best team in the league. Uh, as soon as they play their regular schedule uh, with the regular teams. <laughs> <such> um, <laughs> the uh, I have Washington Commanders as good and the New York Giants because I believe uh, what the Giants did in that comeback against a horrible team Um I thought Dan, anybody who says Danny Jones not worth the money, you watch Ow. that second half. He had as good a oh. half as any quarterback can have. Dude, stop. he did. Just he lit it up. Stop, Dude, Jimmy. What did he do wrong? Jimmy, he my completed. father, te- my father texts me. He goes, "That owner went down to that locker room of the Cardinals and said, you know what to do.' That's <laughs> like, not true. Come on, That's the, the Cardinals looked like absolute shit. They didn't show up for the second half at." All and the Giants okay. came and played a regular minuscule just, offense. Just like, went, just like, just like the mighty Jets came in without their engine on but the, the floor. The Jets came in with the elite <laughs> defense that everybody was talking about. We hung thirty on them. So that's why we're in your you very. Really hung, did, did you hung thirty or did, I didn't or do did, shit. Or the did their quarterback? Did. did the Cowboys hang thirty or did the Jets give them? Give them. Oh, the offense was on the field for three minutes. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I have the Cowboys as the best team in the league, but Daniel Jones had an awesome second half. As good as a quarterback can play in a second half, he did. Let's get back to Green Bay Packers. They stink. Detroit Lions, average. Minnesota Vikings and the Bears both stink. I think the Bears really stink. Atlanta Falcons, average. New Orleans Saints, stink. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I got them upgraded to good. Carolina Panthers, all the teams I played last night. What a di- if you, if you if you work for Disney ASP, ESPN <laughs> a, those games were I was watching like a, some Weather Channel show on like ice <laughs> storms uh, it was a terrible disaster they both stink uh, 49ers I have is very good and Giants play them on Thursday I, I'm just gonna watch the games Los Angeles Rams average Seahawks average and the Arizona Cardinals they stink uh, so we have 17 stinks. Six averages, five goods, and four very goods. I think my very goods are uh, are, are dead on for right now, but we shall see what the rest of the uh, Cowboys will be three and zero. Oh, they play Arizona, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Okay. Oh, yeah, I want to hear you say the same thing. The coach came down and said, "Oh no, 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 no!" But I already know that going in, Jimmy. I already they're going to win. I mean, you would win. hope they're they're fucking twelve point favorites. I mean, they, they should win. They should Unless catastrophically back. something goes wrong, I'll but be shot. The Giants had no business even trailing in that game. No business the, uh, trailing in that game. I think the Giants to, who? Would... to Josh Dobbs was their quarterback who came off the street right before the season started and said, "Yeah, I'll play." Listen, the Giants figured <laughs> the Giants played terrible in the first half, figured it no. out in the second half. But I think the Giants have a shout rough. out to shout out to Janine who came out of the woodwork and said like they stink. And then before hey, you know it, she had to change her pictures and change I all know, the sunglasses. Listen, shit. I was calling for everybody's They're garbage. Head. The Giants are uh, garbage. What do you? Wh- how many wins the Giants going to get? All this year. like this season, based yeah. off of what I've seen in the first two weeks. Right. I'll push for seven. I'll push for seven. Well, if, if they win seven games, they'll be they'll have a shot at a wild card with two, be seven with two weeks to play. Seven to ten. Well, you know what? That means with two weeks to go. I'll even I'll even I'll up the ante and say they could finish eight and nine. Maybe two week two weeks left in the season. Will the Giants have a shot at a wild card? No. Okay. Now and now you now you're out with, without Saquon for three weeks. Good luck. Right. We're gonna see Daniel Jones. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out We're real find quick out. You know what? how Daniel Jones is. I'll make a prediction. The backup running back gets over hundred yards on Thursday. Do uh, you want to make a five hundred dollar bet? Not five hundred dollars. Because I mean bet. that is ridiculous to say. 
Matt Breida against the 49ers Matt in Breida. San Francisco. You're out of your He's going to have over 100 yards. Oh, man. You know what? I tell you right now. I guarantee you right That's now, Terrell Willis, Terrell Willis would run better. Willis. That right Willis now, fine. in 2023, Willis would do Willis better than Matt he Breida. Was, he definitely would get over 100 <laughs> Right now, I'm saying. Not in this prime. Be, I'm talking about going forward. Could be, Willis could start on the Cowboys right now. What's that, what's that little running back you got? He's slow compared Deuce to Willis, Vaughn. bro. <laughs> a little doozy. That All was right. fun with Willis, though. That was yeah, a lot he's great. of fun. All right, we got to go. It's a late show. I appreciate everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And I uh, hope you guys have fun with the interview again. If people are looking for one of those interviews about we 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 do our interviews our own way. We have laughs. That no, was very That's well what done. That's we do here. And uh, all right, I'll see you next week. And next week, we have a special guest. It looks like it's a done deal. I'll say it on the air now. I don't care. Uh, the Oxy Rutgers, Magic, Pine Tar Bar and Grill. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> who else you missing the, uh, here? <laughs> the therapist. I'm going to have the Rutgers. Wayne. Uh, Lisa Ruane, Ruane uh, Tommy right. Plinio's bar. Uh, and I am going to have the coach of the Rutgers women's softball team on next week. Cause we may be using some of their players in the beer league stuff, which we just Love finished it. up. We, we tightened up the first script. Uh, I, I wrote, we were writing your scene last night, burning the midnight oil. And we're going nice. to write the other scenes on Wednesday. You're going to get a script on, uh, on probably by Friday, you'll have the script. You look right. at it, and you got to learn your lines, bro. Dude, I have Easy. you looking like a beast in the gym. I, we're gonna have to cheat it, you fat bastard. I'll be like, you're gonna be like, Jimmy, I can't lift those eighty pound weights. I'm like, yes, you got it, bro. It's part we'll of the action. Wait a minute, isn't it? It's Hollywood, doesn't it? Don't you like kind of like Photoshop, like me just completely beasting everything? I got to. Well, I have, partially I have to work out too. I have, that's gonna take hours of CGI. Oh, I don't know about all that. that. That's going to be tough. But uh, anyway, I didn't get a chance to even do the weight thing. I'll do it uh, next week. We had some technical difficulties. So I will, we'll be back with the weight and the Rutgers coach next week. And maybe we got to get Doug Graber on somehow. Wow. Let's make we some gotta balls. Got to uh, After that, yes. Yeah, so anyway. All right. I'll see you. Where have